Hello, you lovely word nerds. Thank you for listening to this episode and all of the other episodes that you have and will listen to of this podcast. It's the only one where some idiot reads the dictionary. Uh, Let's talk about some words. We are on the third quarter of page 89. Chugging through. All right. This word is related to the last word of the last episode. This one is bacillus. B-A-C-I-L-L-U-S. It is a noun from 1868. One, any of a genus of rod-shaped, gram-positive, usually aerobic bacteria producing endospores and including many saprophytes and some parasites. Um, So that's the end of that sentence. Um, Before I get to the rest of it, uh, let's see. There was the genus was bacillus. Uh, and the para, some parasites, or one of the examples, no, no, uh, yeah, one example of the parasite is Bacillus anthracis. Um, maybe that's, anth- uh, yeah, it says of anthrax. So that's anthrax or related to anthrax somehow. There was a lot of words in there that I did not understand. Uh, and then at the end of the, the number one definition, it says broadly, a straight rod-shaped bacterium. Um, I could probably find a picture so you uh, see what we're talking about here because um, I want to see it. Number two, we just have the uh, synonym bacterium, especially a disease-producing bacterium. Sounds great. Now we have bacitracin. Uh, no, bacitracin. B- B- oh, yeah, interesting. There's Okay, yeah. So it's B-A-C-I-T-R-A-C-I-N. Bacitracin. It is a noun from 1945, a polypeptide antibiotic isolated from a bacillus and usually used topically, especially against gram-positive bacteria. I still don't know what a gram-positive bacteria is. This is from Bacillus subtilis, which is a species of bacillus producing the toxin, and it's also from, uh, let's see, oh, oh, the, okay, so it's bacitracin, and the, uh, the tracin part comes from Margaret Tracy, uh, who was, I think it says, born in about 1936, who was an American child in whose tissues it was found. Uh, so they found bacitracin, or bacillus subtilis, in Margaret Tracy, and maybe they didn't know it existed before that? I don't know. Um, interesting. So so Margaret Tracy got this thing named after her, which is always cool, but um, if it's not a good thing, then that's not cool. Okay, now we have the word back. And this, uh, oddly enough, we're three minutes in. This is actually the last word of the episode because we have four forms of it. And there's a lot to read. So let's say them all. Uh, Okay, first form. It is a noun from before the 12th century. 1A1. The rear part of the human body, especially from the neck to the end of the spine. 1A2. The body considered as the wearer of clothes. Uh, like, Like the shirt off my back. 1A3. Capacity for labor, effort, or endurance. 1A4, the back considered as the seat of one's awareness of duty or failings, as in, get off my back, please and thank you. Uh, Now we have 1A5, the back considered as an area of vulnerability, 
as in the police officer's partner always watches his back. Uh, yeah, if you're in dangerous situations like that, you want somebody to watch your back because there could be somebody behind you. All right, now we have one B, the part of a lower animal as a quadruped corresponding to the human back. One uh, C, we have the synonym spinal column. And actually, after uh, this is very appropriate because after I record all these episodes, I am going to go to my chiropractor because I have back problems uh, that I'm trying to get worked out. Hopefully, I can get them fixed with a combination of uh, going to the chiropractor and stretching and yoga and massages and things like that. And also, sitting with a, a, a good posture, which I'm not doing at the moment. So, hey, wisen up and don't sit stupid, stupid. All right, 1D, we have the 1C definition for spine. 2A, the side or surface opposite the front or face, the rear part. Also, the farther or reverse side. 2B, something at or on the back for support, as in back of a chair. 2C, a place away from the front, as in sat in back. Nobody wants to sit in front for some reason. Um, they, they always want to like be sneaky and seat in the back, sit in the back. Um, all right. Number three, a position in some games behind the wall, the front line of players. Also a player in this position backed with an ED is an adjective back less is an adjective, uh, like a backless dress or shirt or something back of one's hand or back of the hand means a show of contempt. Back of one's mind means the part of one's mind where thoughts and memories are stored to be drawn on. I feel like most of my life is in the back of my mind and I can't draw upon it. Um, it's only what's in front of me that I can draw on. And behind one's back means without one's knowledge. And in back of means uh, we just have the synonym behind. So that was the first form of back. Now let's talk about the second form of back. This is an adverb from the 13th century. 1A, to, toward, or at the rear. 1B, in or into the past, backward in time. Also the synonym ago, A-G-O. 1C, to or at an angle off the vertical. 1D, uh, 1D1, uh, it means under restraint. 1D2, in a delayed or retarded condition. And in this sense, the word retarded basically just means slowed. Uh, that is not a word we use uh, when we're talking about a person. Please and thank you. Uh, so I, I think that's a delayed or slowed condition. Uh, let's see, 2A, to, toward, or in a place from which a person or thing came. 2B, to or toward a former state. To see, in return or reply. Now we have the third form of back. It is an adjective from the 15th century. 1A, being at or in the back, as in back door. 1B, distant from a central or main area, as in back roads. 1C, articulated at or toward the back of the oral passage, as in back vowels. Interesting. I'm curious about that. Number two, have returned or been returned, like you brought it back. Number three, 
being in arrears. Arrears is spelled A-R-R-E-A-R-S. And we have the synonym overdue. Number four, moving or operating backward. Synonym is reverse. Uh, I've mentioned in the past, I hope you've listened to all my episodes, but I've mentioned uh, a few times I like backward speech or reverse speech where you find phonetically what the words, how to say the words. uh, And that is cool to me. Number five, not current. As in the example, back issues of a magazine. A lot of you young people don't even probably know what we're talking about. But there used to be these things called magazines that would be printed up on paper. And if there was a, the not current issues of the magazine would be called back issues or if the, the ones that weren't available anymore. Okay, number six for the third form of back means constituting the final nine holes of an 18-hole golf course. So those would be called the back nine. And then the front nine are the first nine holes. Sometimes people only want to play nine holes, so they can do the front or the back. And finally, we have the fourth form of back. It is a transitive verb from 1548. 1A, to support by material or moral assistant, like I got your back. 1B, we have the synonym substantiate. 1C, to assume financial responsibility for. 1D, to provide musical accompaniment accompaniment for and that is often used with the word up like the piano player will back you up uh, or can you play play me some backup uh, 2a to cause where did it go to cause to go back or in reverse 2b to articulate a sound with the tongue farther back interesting uh, 3a to furnish with a back to be, to be at the back of. Okay, those were the transitive verb definitions. Now we have the intransitive definitions. One, to move backward, often used with the word up. Back up, like I got to back up because I want to see what uh, what's in front of me, but I got to back up. That, that was a stupid example. All right, number two, it's talking about the wind. To shift counterclockwise and compare to the word veer. So when the wind shifts counterclockwise, it's going back, I guess. Okay, number three, to have the back in the direction of something. Synonyms for all of the fourth form of back are support and recede. Backer is a noun, and we have a phrase. Oh, geez, there's even more. Okay, back and fill is a phrase that has a couple definitions. One, to manage the sails of a ship so as to keep it clear of obstructions as it floats down with the current of a river or channel. That definition went on longer than I expected. Number two, uh, to take opposite positions alternately. And I like this synonym, shilly-shally. That absolutely has to be in my vocabulary um, so would that is that like a, an older form of flip-flop? Uh, to take opposite positions al- alternate, alternately, uh, y- when we're talking about politicians, if they take a different position, we often call that flip-flopping, um, but I guess it could also be shilly-shally. Back into is a phrase, and that means to get into inadvertently, as in backed into the antiques business. Well, how do you back into the antiques business inadvertently. I mean, I guess it's possible, but that's an interesting example. All right, so those are all the words for this episode. Most of them were back, 
Um, so I guess back is the word of the episode. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Join me in Keep On Listening. Uh, become a, a fan of all the social media pages and tell your friends, tell your enemies. Use this as a way to help you go to sleep. And uh, until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. A uh, Goodbye.